Hello there, I'm Miranda Gretton and this is Take a Moment with NCHC, the show where we talk to you and your colleagues about experiences that affect you. Listen on your drive between patients or in your downtime, whenever you get the chance to take a moment. In this episode, I talk to Alan Dawson about health and fitness, what motivates him to stay in shape and how he fits exercise into his daily schedule. Hi, I'm Alan Dawson. I've worked at NCHNC for around 12 years now in a number of different roles within the finance team. I'm also passionate about health and well-being. I'm on the health and well-being committee for the trust and I'm also a qualified gym instructor and personal trainer. So, Alan, men are notorious for avoiding the doctor and ignoring unusual symptoms. So let's start by talking about the barriers to discussing physical health. What are they and how can men overcome them? I think the answer to this is pretty much the same as to why men struggle to talk about mental health issues. I think society creates this expectation that as men, we need to be strong and confident and dominant. And so talking about any sort of ill health, physical or mental, it just completely goes against that. I think we find it very difficult to admit to having a weakness. It's like we're admitting to being less of a man. So I think we just keep these things quiet which then leads to a problem because no one talks about it. If you develop like a physical illness because you've never heard anyone else talk about it, you think, oh my God, it must only be me. And it just feels really embarrassing and in your head, you probably blow it up to be this really big thing. Um, So so I, I think it is, yes, just this not wanting to admit to a weakness and just never really hearing these things talked about creates the problem. I agree. It's that thing of trying to find out what it is for yourself, not be a burden, not put on anybody. I don't understand why men are like that and women are so quick to to go and get checked out. Is it fear? Is it what's what's stopping men from from going to a GP and just saying, look, can you just have a quick look at this because I'm a bit concerned about it. Funnily enough, I've got an upcoming doctor's appointment and I, I always use the NHS website. There's a really actually really useful section A to Z of health. And, and I feel exactly the same. It kind of I, I feel like I have to check and make sure it is a, a valid reason to trouble the doctor. So I'll kind of look and, and I find that website useful because it often will sort of explain how common an issue is. Because my first thought is, oh my God, I've never heard anyone mention this. And then you'll read and oh, no, actually it's quite common. And then it sort of signposts you. It might say if it hasn't cleared up after a few days, um, you know, contact the GP. But I, I kind of feel I have to do that as a first check to justify then making the appointment. So let's think about physical fitness then so we all know that it's good and sensible to stay fit and healthy but what are some of the less obvious benefits that you can gain from being physically fit I mean for me personally the reason I enjoy physical activity so much is not because of how it makes me look but how it makes me feel so for example some of the benefits physical activity and exercise it significantly improves your mood gives you more confidence which is definitely something um it's really helped me with increased mental resilience as well and also mental alertness. So I, I think a particular reason why NCHNC should encourage all staff, not just men, to become more physically active is because I think you can learn so many skills from taking part in sport that are transferable to your job, but also your life in general. So if I think about myself, I've done a lot of endurance sports like running, cycling, swimming, um, but also team sport. Um, I've played a lot of football and if I just list the things I think it's helped me with it's, it's definitely massively increased my confidence 
Um, it's really helped me manage anxiety and stress. I've become mentally so much more resilient, which has been really helpful during the pandemic. Um, but it's taught me things like um, the importance of being a team player. Um, it's improved my communication skills. It's improved my ability to make decisions and problem solve under pressure. It's made me better at giving and receiving feedback. Um, so I, I think all of those things and, and also it's, it's taught me like planning and organisational skills and the importance of persistence. And so for me, without doubt, I, I would not have advanced as far in my career had I not taken those lessons from sport. And I think of those things I've listed, I think whatever your role at NCHNC is, at least some of those skills would be relevant to you. So I, I think people may be overlook that they, they just think physical activity is about making yourself look better you talk about those skills there with sort of in hindsight that you know it's given you these these extra skills but what got you into it in the first place um i'm probably just lucky to meet a couple of people um at the right time so i think like many people once i left school where you kind of have this structure of doing PE. I went quite a few years without really doing any activity. And I was just lucky in my early 20s, I had noticed I'd started to <laughs> put on a bit of weight. Um, and I met separately a couple of friends. One in asked me to come and play football, which I hadn't done for a few years. I went along and played and I just forgot how much I enjoyed it. And I absolutely loved it. And I played once and I then carried on playing for the next 15 years. And similarly, I met another friend who, um, got me back into badminton, another sport I've been really keen on at school. But also this particular friend, I found her really inspirational. She she started encouraging me to take up challenges with her and other friends. So I think we started out by doing the Yorkshire Three Peaks walk. Um, and I'd never done anything like that. So we kind of trained up, did it in the sense of achievement. And it made me realise, I think a lot of us do this, we're, we're often the biggest limiting factor in our lives. Um, we're actually capable of so much more than we think we are and I've found sport a way of making me realise I'm, I'm capable of much more than I, I think. It's really been useful in giving me examples of what I can achieve if I apply myself to something. You talk a lot there about sport and the social element of that that comes with it and the encouragement but I'm just thinking about our workforce in particular I mean you know we have a lot of shift workers there might be difficulty finding time to go and, and be part of a sports team because it's a commitment um, so what are some quick wins that our staff could start doing to boost their physical health without say joining a football team? So yeah it's worth me just quickly explaining so I've talked about a lot of sport which I would describe as an exercise so it's quite a structured activity whereas physical activity is unplanned and most of you are actually probably doing quite a bit of it in your daily life without realising so just try and factor a little bit more walking into your day you know go out during your lunch break just go for a short walk try and build things into your daily routine so if you commute to work do you have to drive? Could you cycle? Could you walk? If you have to take public transport, could you just get off um, the bus a couple of stops earlier so it builds in a little bit more of a walk? If you have children, if you have to take them to school, is that something you can do on foot rather than having to drive them? Because, I, yeah, I understand having time is one of the biggest barriers. I'd suggest if you can do it in as little as 10 minute bouts, you will get some of the benefits I've already explained. So I'll just try and think about things you do in your everyday life, just very slight changes. And over the course of a week, that would probably add up to quite, quite a bit of difference and you will start to see some of the benefits from it. In terms of other quick wins, 
I'd definitely encourage people to think about um, the trust flexible working policy. Is there a way you could use that to free up just a little bit more time in your week to make time for some some form of physical activity? Another another resource I'm going to mention as well is the NCHNC gyms. Again, if you're if you're stuck for time, three of our hospital sites have gyms on site. So if you're already working there, it's not like you're having to travel elsewhere to get some exercise. Can you make use of those? You know, even if you only go in for 20 minutes, half an hour, again, you're going to see some benefits from that. So it's it's about trying to um, yeah make it as easy as possible to fit into your life and just one other thing which you've touched on is it should be fun as well so use make it a social thing I think if you can get a work colleague a friend a family member to, to kind of do something with you so much that you almost will probably forget you're actually doing some physical activity you'll be so busy talking or you know enjoying the other person's company that you kind of do it without even thinking about it and, and you can kind of then hold each other to account as well. And that could really help with mental health as well, couldn't it? You're going for a walk with a friend and you end up having a chat and that chat might go in a direction you weren't expecting and you could end up getting something off your chest and feeling loads better. And again, there's that motivation, isn't there, from the other person to continue to do it? Because sometimes it is, especially when it's dark and cold and, you know, you get home from work and it's dark. And the last thing you want to do is get your gym kit on and go out for a run or something. So, I mean, some things that that you could do at home, I guess, is like walking, just walking up the stairs now and again. Like It's little, little wins, isn't it, that build up to bigger accomplishments and make you feel like you could go out for a run and do a bit more. Yeah, definitely. And actually, stairs is a good thing because um, I'm here working at Woodlands House. And so I have come up to the first floor, even if you just do simple things, like if you're working on the ground floor somewhere, rather than going to the nearest printer, could you walk up a flight of stairs or two to go to another printer or use the kitchen on the second floor? These are just very small things, but they're manageable and and you, you should get some benefit from them still. I think one of the things that really drives me to keep exercising kind of links to my my dad the same year he retired he was diagnosed with parkinson's and he's now at a very advanced stage and has extremely limited mobility and speech so it kind of motivates me in two ways i support my mum to care for him so right now it's quite a motivating factor for me because i have to do things like um help lift him up out of a chair lift him into bed move him into a car and he's yeah a few stone heavier than me and he's not very compliant he (laughs) um so i I know i have to be in good shape to be able to maneuver him but also it made me think about my future i think a lot of us it's easy to get into the habit of just living your life day by day seeing what happened to him and how his retirement was kind of stripped away from him all his plans because of his ill health it made me think actually it's so important that i focus on my physical health and it's something I need to be working on now. That, that there are no guarantees. I know I could do this, and you know sometimes it's just unlucky you will be affected by these conditions. But I know that there's loads of research shows that if you exercise regularly, you take up the government requirements of trying to get 150 minutes of moderate intensity activity or 75 minutes of um, vigorous intensity and a couple of sessions of muscle strengthening, you significantly reduce the likelihood of so many chronic illnesses. And so I just want to give myself the best chance of being independent in later life. And, you know, I want to get to retirement and after a lifetime of work, enjoy it. So if you've got something important that motivates you, and I'm sure 
a lot of people listening to this will think of things like, you know, that they will have retirement plans. They want to see their children and grandchildren grow up. And I think if you start to think about those things and what you need to be doing now to give yourself the best chance of being able to do those things, I think that should hopefully motivate people. Quite often men are motivated by getting bigger or changing the way they look. And actually what we're saying is look at your motivators and perhaps change them slightly. Think about what's really important. I think perhaps one reason so many of our stuff, not just men, but struggle to fit it in is obviously got a very compassionate workforce. And, and I think they will generally put other people before themselves. And I think it's just trying to change that mindset of that, you know, looking after your physical and mental health, you shouldn't feel guilty about it. It's such an important thing. And, and actually, if you think about it, some people may think, well, you know, it's just for me, but actually it affects everyone. Because if you look after your physical and mental health, you know, you're in better shape, your mood is much better, you've got better energy levels, it doesn't just benefit you, it just it benefits everyone you interact with. So your colleagues, your patients, your family. So actually, it's, it's not something you're doing just for you, you are doing it for everyone you will interact with. So trying to get out of this mindset that this maybe seems like a bit of a selfish thing or a luxury. It's actually such a fundamental thing and, and it benefits so many people. I'm just thinking again about our workforce. So what can managers do to support their staff to become more physically active? I could start by actually being a role model. So I, I think if, if managers demonstrate that, you know, they're taking their physical health seriously, hopefully that will um, spur on you know, the, the people who report to them Another thing, some of my colleagues, if they listen to this, will laugh because they know how um, <laughs> protective I am of my lunch break. I would really encourage managers to support staff to take their lunch break by trying to avoid lunchtime meetings. I think sort of having a break halfway through their day, even if they just go for a 15 minute walk, I think that will be a real benefit to them. It's a chance not to just get some exercise, but also um, helps them clear their head. And I think they will come back and work more effectively in the second part of the day. So I think we need to get out of the habit. I know sometimes because of service requirements, it's not always possible, but I strongly encourage managers to support people to take their breaks um, because I think they'll see the benefit of that. And one thing I have already mentioned is the flexible working requests. So again, I know managers obviously have to bear in mind service requirements, but try to be as supportive as they can in terms of if, if staff ask to change their working pattern to support you know, them getting more physical activity. Yeah, as a manager, I'd, I'd hope that they would be receptive to that. Is it ever too late to start? I, I would say definitely not, definitely not too late to start. Yeah, I, I think most people listening to this will know actually it is good for me, but just don't get round to it. So I, I think thinking about what's important to you and, and establishing a motivation for it. I think the hardest thing is getting started. So if you just think, right, I'm going to go out and I'll walk for 10 minutes. I bet most of the time, once you've got out there, you will do more than 10 minutes. So just get into your mind. It doesn't need to be a big thing. I'm just going to do 10 minutes. And if 10 minutes is all I do, that is helping. Absolutely. And also everybody is different. So, you know, you you might be quite happy to go and join a football team and have that social element. Someone else might want to go for a solitary run. Someone else might not be able to run very far, so might want to do a cycle. It's not about looking around and saying, oh, the best piece of activity I can do is to go for a run or to play mm. football. It's about looking at what interests you, what will hold your interest. Because I suppose if you're if you're interested in it and you want to do it, you're likely to go 
back and try it again, regardless of the challenges that you might face in your own personal circumstances, it's about finding your niche with it, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. what, what are your thoughts on that? Definitely, because, you know, I can sit here and bang on about all the benefits and people can listen to it. But if you don't enjoy it, you're not going to stick at it. So I, I think there is such a range of activity. And when I talk about physical activities, I guess we've covered a lot of sports, but actually physical activity can be just things like, you know, just washing your car, doing DIY, doing gardening, you know, just carrying the children around, carrying shopping bags. It literally is things as simple as that. So you are doing some of these things in everyday life already. So it's like, can you just maybe increase it a little bit more? Yeah, I I think there is something for everyone out there. I'm sure of it. It might take a bit of effort to find it. But um, I I think the main thing to encourage people is actually rather than just listen to me continually going on about why it's so important, it's just actually experience it for yourself. So just do something really simple. Like just go for a 10 minute walk. And before you set off, think about how do you feel And then once you finish the walk, think, how do you feel? Because I would be surprised if you don't feel a little bit better for it. And I think it's only by people just trying something very simple and small and achievable and realising for myself, actually, it just does make me feel a bit better. I feel a bit less stressed or just feel a bit more alert. And and I think once they feel it for themselves, hopefully that will then start them on a journey um, that then does get them more active and, and they reap even more of the benefits. That's so interesting. So just just tuning into what you're already doing, being more aware of it as exercise could potentially spark that interest and in, in desire to do more. I hope so. I think getting men to open up and talk more about their physical health is a key thing. And I think we just need to kind of normalise those conversations. So I would say the trust already does this very well in terms of advertising awareness days. I mean, throughout the year, there will be a number of men's health issues where we have awareness days. And I think just continuing to promote those signpost men to resources to make them realise actually these things are quite common. They are talked about. I don't need to feel embarrassed I would encourage men just to um, talk to someone that they must have a friend um, they feel comfortable with or a colleague. And even if you have to do what I do to start with, is you have to look up on NHS website first to then have the conversation. Or just one other quick tip. I, I do find now and again, I can actually find it more comfortable to have the conversation with a female friend or colleague. So that might be another thing men can try as to why that is. I I just maybe it just feels maybe a bit less awkward. So that's just another suggestion for men out there to to try if they think I I need to talk to someone. I'm struggling to talk to my best mate. Is there a female friend or colleague, you know, their partner? Can they can they talk to them in terms of other points? I think just emphasising the, the importance of getting physical activity into your life and the benefits not just for you but for all the people you interact with and not to think of it as this big daunting thing is just break it up into very manageable chunks that fit around your life think about when you're doing it and how you feel and I really hope you will as I did feel a difference and um, might get you back into something that you'd you'd forgotten about how much you enjoyed Thank you for listening to Take a Moment with NCHC. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please visit the podcast intranet page to leave a comment and for details of our other episodes. You can also follow NCHC on all social media channels.